Welcome to the Unlearning Podcast with me, your host, Shana Nas, Mindset and Women's Coach. Each week, I'll bring you an episode that will inspire you to improve your mindset, unlearn years of societal pressures, and begin to heal your relationship with yourself, your intuition, and your life. Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, feeling stuck, overwhelmed, or confused as heck in any aspect of your life, I'm here to support you in every step of the way. If you're ready to create a life that feels fulfilling, empowering, and authentic to you, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Unlearning. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Unlearning Podcast with me, your host, Shane and us. Feeling a little spicy over here because I just got my hair did. Um, anyways, that's not what you're here for. Um, yeah, I had to get my hair. I'm so glad I didn't intentionally plan this hair cut day, whatever, hairdo day. Um while John was away, but he's been away for a week and a bit. And let me tell you, I've told a couple of people already that I'm just really starting to feel that, you know, single parenting is not for the faint of heart. And I don't even want to act like I know because I don't. And I have mad respect for the people that do this every single day of their entire lives because my kids are older. Um, they're 15, 14 and 11. So they don't require me to do a lot of things for them anymore. And I'm still over here struggling a little bit. Like, it's like just one last person to um, gently encourage people to get ready in the morning. It's one last person to gently encourage people that you put your laundry in the laundry basket or your dishes in the dishwasher or, you know, the shit that you would think that they know already. But they just seem to need frequent reminders. But anyways, here we are. Um, yeah, again, not what you're here for, but it's it's my real life over here. So I'm glad I planned a little, I didn't plan, but I, I'm glad I had this appointment because whew, it was just a little time out I needed because even yesterday, um, it was just like a rushy day. It was going from here to there and then had to be at this place and the next place. And at one point, Patrick was in the car with me and I wasn't having my best moment. I honked the horn at somebody that wasn't that wasn't turning and it was their opportunity to go and I needed them to turn so I can turn. Oh my God. So I honked the horn and I don't often do that, but I was having a little bit of a moment and Patrick's like, mom, I think you just need to breathe. Really? You want me to fucking breathe? Then I think like, maybe this is what people think when I say to them, oh, you should really try this. They're probably like, yeah, I fucking know. But right now isn't the moment that I want to breathe. But anyways, here we are. We've moved on from that. I've appreciated and recognized and owned that maybe those weren't some of my finest moments. Uh, But here we are. Okay, so today I wanted to talk to you about a poll that I put up on Instagram yesterday, uh, two days ago, about um, creating change. So the poll, and I love when people actually tap on these answers and actually give me feedback because I'm like, okay, now I know what to talk about because sometimes I just show up to this microphone in my dusty little office and I'm like, okay, what are we talking about today? Anyway, so I love when you guys participate in them, even if it's just something silly. I love to know how you guys are doing and yeah, just so when you see them, it doesn't matter if it's me or the next person or the next person, hit a poll option. Honestly, it makes people feel good. The person that put up the full poll loves when you answer. So thank you for those of you that gave me feedback. And it was like, 
not surprising to me, but I was pleasantly surprised on some of the responses. And then I was like, oh yeah, this is, people need this shit. Anyways, so it's about creating change. And I think the poll options were something like, maybe the question was, when you desire to create change in your life, do you? A was like, I just can't get started. B was, I'm really good at getting started, but I just eventually give up, throw in the towel, jump off the proverbial leg and whatever it be. Um, and then the third one was like, you know, can't stop, won't stop, get it, get it, that kind of response. <laughs> um, and I was so fucking proud to see so many like can't stop, won't stop responses because this is like, yes, yes, we, I want everybody to be in that embodied, like powerful, creating change, getting out there sort of vibe. But we were like pretty, um, so that was like maybe 9%. I wish I had my phone in front of me, but if you know me, my phone is always like hovering around 10%. <laughs> so I actually plugged it in before I started hit record on this. Um, so it's not in front of me right now, but I think it was like 10% was that can't stop, won't stop. And then the remaining percentage was pretty evenly split between like, I can't just can't get started. And I'm really good at starting and fall off the proverbial wagon. So I'm going to address those two today. So for those of you that fell in that, like can't get started, or you resonate with that if you're not on Instagram, but when you think about like creating change in your life, whether it be like a career change, a relationship change, um, um, uh, uh, lifestyle change, any sort of change in your life that feels really hard or feels really heavy or feels less than just like, I'm going to change my t-shirt or I'm going to change my underwear today. I'm not talking about that kind of change. I hope that's an easy option for you. I'm talking about like big change. Um, so when people say like, I just can't get started, my question back to you would be, what story are you stuck in? Like, let's break this down a little bit. Where is the resistance to getting started coming from? And most people are like, well, there's no resistance. I'm not resistant to it. I just can't get started. Okay, fair. But if you can't get started, there's a reason you can't get started. So what like, where is that coming from? Is it because you've gotten started before in the past and you just fall off the proverbial wagon and you've done that your entire life or the last 10 years or whatever, and you're just fucking done and tired of trying because you don't seem to get anywhere? Or is it um, you just can't get started because you're too busy, your kids are, you know, consuming of your time, rightfully so, they're involved in all of these things. Um, is it you can't get started? Is the story or the resistance that maybe you watched your mom like hustle through her life, never really taking time for herself. She wasn't the mom that would like take the girls weekend or go sleep over at a aunt's or a friend's house and go out and get their nails done or her hair did or, you know, those things. Did you grow up in an environment where all the women around you, your mom, your aunts, your grandmothers, they were very much like homemakers, or maybe they had jobs and careers outside of the home so that all of their time in the home was doing all those chores, like um, packing your lunch, doing the laundry, making meals, um, running your ass everywhere, things that we, we do for our kids. Did you watch that and just adapt to that yourself and think, okay, this is my way of being, this is normal? 
it's not fucking normal, so we should change that. But that's your story. And then that becomes your patterning and your your patterning and your behavior. So it's not your mom's fault. We're not here to place blame. It's not your mom's fault, your grandma's fault, your aunt's fault. They were just doing what they knew. But by doing what they knew, they were inadvertently conditioning you to do the same thing. Um, does the resistance come from maybe all your friends talk about how busy they are, um, running kids here, running kids there, doing this thing, doing that thing. And so you sort of unknowingly feel like busyness equals worthiness. Again, that's bullshit. That's, that's, we, we shouldn't subscribe to that. Like we should not equate busyness or productivity with worthiness. So let's like nix that idea right now. So what do you do? So what do you what do you do if you maybe you're able to identify this resistance? Um, maybe you're able to identify um, the story that you're telling yourself or the story that you you're stuck in. What do you do? You have to choose to give a shit about yourself, and you have to choose to start prioritizing how you feel, how you want to feel, how you want to show up in this life, how you want to operate. Yes, there is work that needs to be done to sort of unlearn that story, unlearn that conditioning. That's much deeper. That. I do like in a one-on-one -on -one or group setting with people, but if we want to just take a, a single actionable step now, my guidance, my suggestion, my encouragement to you is, is to start caring and giving a shit about how you feel, how you're showing up, and start prioritizing that. Start making that a priority in your own life. Like if I were to ask you a simple question, do you desire to feel good in your life? Remember the feel good, we don't want it to be attached to anything. So tasks or um, busyness or worthiness or whatever. Do you just want to feel good? And I'm really hoping that the answer of course is yes. Like nobody desires to feel like shit. The feel could, good sorry, comes from who you are being for yourself. How are you showing up for yourself? What are you doing in your life outside of all of your roles that make you feel really good? So if you desire to feel good, so if your answer, I ask you the question, do you desire to feel good in your life? Your answer is yes. If you desire to feel good, why are you still doing things that make you feel like shit? Why are you still choosing to behave in a way that makes you feel crappy that hurts you? Why are you continuing to put yourself on the back burner? And if you're quick to respond like, well, I've got kids and we're busy and I've got a job and blah, 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 blah all the things, I get it. But if you want to feel good, if you want to create change, you get to choose and you know what those things are that make you feel good. So start sprinkling them in your day. You don't have to make like massive huge shifts and changes, this gets to be easy to start, right? Like we don't even have to do the work to unpack. We don't have to do, we'll see, I'll talk about the value of that. But if you wanna just start small, you are just starting baby steps, you have to prioritize how you show up for yourself, prioritizing how you feel. And then the change, the ability to create change will start to become easier because we're in a place of feeling fucking good. Then we're like, okay, my energy has shift, shifted to expansion. 
And now I'm seeing that there is the ability to create change in my life from this feeling of expansion. So it has, it like it gets to be simple. Choose, and you know what they are, but choose things that you make you feel good. Like for me, for example, it's the walk. It's the quiet moment of sipping on my coffee while it's still hot, even if it's one to two sips. It's like really good nourishing food. Those are the things that make me feel really good. So I make sure that I sprinkle them in throughout my day. And we have to, I talk about this all the time. So you're probably like, oh my God, I know what she's going to say. It doesn't have to be that we do these things every single day. And then if we we miss a day, we're like, fuck it. I've just proven to myself that I, I can't do this, whatever. That's where we move into that second step, right? That, that um, answer where people were very much like, oh, I'm really good at starting but I fall off of the proverbial wagon. So let's move right into that one. Maybe like people come to me all the time and are like, I know that I need to make changes. I know where I need to make the changes and I'm really good at starting. I've decided that I'm going to take little breaks throughout my day where I get up and move or I, um, drink, sit down and intentionally drink my coffee when it's hot or I, um, I don't know, whatever. They they make the steps, they start the pattern, they're, they're working hard at creating these new habits. Maybe the habit is going really well for a week or two, so then they bring another habit in. We talk about habit stacking, right? So we, we find a habit, we stack a new habit on it, and we continue to evolve. And then something happens, and so there's two things. Something happens and we're like, oh shit, our, like, we don't have time for that anymore. Things kind of went sideways or it's a busy season now. Like my kids are now in hockey and football. I just don't have the time. It was okay when I was in one sport, but two is too much. Um, so the first things to fall off are those things that make us feel really good, right? Because now we don't have time for self. The other way that works is we go about creating the change and then something doesn't necessarily happen. We just start to feel really good. And then we are like, okay, yeah, this is, this is how I want to live. I don't need to do those things anymore. Well, <laughs> how do you think that works, right? Like that just doesn't work. Or third way, um, we're doing really good. We have all the best intentions. We try all of the things. But if at the end of the day, Unless we work to unpack and reprogram those subconscious, whew, subconscious patterns and habits, they will forever win over us. Because if we think about it, if we've been doing something, operating out of a certain way for, let's say, 20 years, and then we start to shift and create change, we've implemented maybe these new ways of being, these new habits. If we, they're beautiful, but if we haven't just, if we haven't done the work to unpack what's going on and then start to shift and create new neural pathways to support this new way of being, then it's just a habit that we eventually drop off, right? Because at the bottom layer, at the, at the subconscious layer, our subconscious is always in the back of our mind saying, no, that's actually not how we operate. Fine. We'll give it to you. We'll let you make you feel like you're doing the thing or you're being successful at this. But 
in the back of your mind, you're, it's always being reminded like, actually, no, we don't function that way, or we don't do that thing, or we don't drink that much water, or we don't eat vegetables at every meal, or we don't take time out throughout our day for ourselves, because we've learned over the past 20 years that we don't actually do that. So unless we do the work to retrain the mind, retrain the body, then it's going to, for, those patterns are going to forever win over us. We have to create new pattern. We have to create new neural pathways that support this new way of being. And it's, that takes continually showing up, continually doing the work, right? So that's something, again, that we do in a much deeper level through one-on-one coaching or group coaching programs. We're talking in this, in today's podcast about like, what can I do now? So I've acknowledged what's my next next step. So your next step is we have to choose and continue to choose. We have to decide and continue to decide. So we have to know the change that we're desiring to create and we have to start living and embodying it every single day or as consistently as possible. And if we fall off the proverbial wagon, we need to shorten the gap of time between when we decide, okay, I'm going to pull myself out again and I'm going to get back in on track or back into creating this change. But if you're If you feel like you are in the stage where you've done the things, you're so good and you just keep falling off, you keep falling off, you keep falling off to the point where you're like, oh my God, eventually you'll swing into that. I just can't get started anymore, anymore. Like I just can't even get going anymore. That, that option A in the pool. And that's because your subconscious patterns and habits will forever win over you because they've been, you've conditioned yourself or you've been conditioned for so many years. So it's deeper level, right? It's like peeling back the onion. Makes sense? I hope so. I hope that, I hope that kind of makes sense. So now what? Like, what do we do? Well, oh, I skipped over the C the C option, which was can't stop, won't stop. You guys need to just keep killing it, right? Like just keep showing up, just keep believing. And a gentle reminder is if you feel like you're slipping, that's okay. That's part of the human experience. Just keep showing up, keep doing the work, right? Okay. So now we've got little steps, little things we can implement. What do we do? I know that these are just words, right? And that's what we can get hung up on. Like, oh, this bitch is off on a little rant again about how easy things get to be. But honestly, like these are things that I've implemented and embodied and they can really change your life if you're serious about it. And I'm not just saying it, like I'm not over here again. I'm a little my little perch, perching at, or preaching at all of you. I'm like living walking proof, right? Because I embody this stuff every single day and I choose every single day how I'm going to show up. Does that mean that I don't get a little bit of rage when <laughs> someone's not turning fast enough? I just told you at the beginning of the, po- the podcast, what a, like, little bit of a psycho I've been the last couple days as a result of a change in my, my, you know, life. It's very temporary. Johnny's coming home, but I, 
it's a change for me. It's a, it's a lifestyle sort of uh, turnover. But every single day, I still choose. I still choose to make sure I do the things. Does it mean it's I'm perfect? Of course not. Again, just told you that I rage honked for <laughs> lady. But I don't get stuck there. Like I'm not over here like, well, fuck it. There goes all my routines. It's, I'm taking a two or three week hiatus, however long, too long it takes for that man to come back into this house. No, no. Who I am every single day has led me to the place where I am today. So I'm not about to just throw that in the, in the fire, throw some gasoline on it because my circumstances, part of my life has just flipped for a moment. It's temporary, right? You get to choose. And you also can live this way as well, right? Like it's available to you. And if you do these things, even these tiny little things, I'm not saying you have to like do all the unpacking. If you're serious about it, like if you're not even serious, but if you've if you've been in a place where you've constantly started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped, then I would say, okay, you, you need to reach out. Even if we just do a little life audit and we can go a little bit deeper, those things are free. Just book a little life audit and we can talk about, okay, this is what's happening and these are little implemental changes that you can make. That If you're in that phase, I would say like, yes, okay, you need a little bit more help. But if you're in the phase of just recognizing like I just can't get started, then just make these tiny little shifts. That's a place to start, okay? And then from there, you get to bring the next thing in and you get to learn and embody the next thing. You get to implement and embody the next thing. The woman that you desire to be, the woman that you know you think like, okay, I just want this. Like I just want an easeful life where I show up for myself, I show up for my kids, I show up for my job or my business or whatever, and it just works and it just flows. And yes, I can fly off the handle and honk my horn and rage at somebody, but then I come back to self because I know like I have this knowing within myself, that version of you is already inside of you. She's just been conditioned over years. She's, and honestly, she's dying to come out. Sometimes that takes someone else seeing it in you first and believing in you so that you can believe in yourself. And that's what I do for my clients, right? And let this be me telling you, I know you're in there. That version of you is already inside of you. I can see her because I was you before. And if I didn't have a coach that pulled it out of me, then I probably would still be you, right? So I see you and I believe in you. So now it's your turn to believe in yourself and start creating the change that you want in your life, okay? All right. <laughs> All right. If you want to hang out more, then I'd like, as mentioned, we do like little 30 minute life audits where they're free. They're usually over Zoom. We just connect, we chat, lay out your shit, and then we kind of work through like, hey, this is what you should do. Um, if you want to work on an in intimate level, then you can fill out an application to work one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I don't have any one-on-one -on -one spots opening again for probably about three weeks, but um, there's lots of pre-work to be done for one-on-one, -on -one, so that's an option. And then the Aligned Life Academy is getting a little revamp. It's going to be a eight-week, um, no, that's a lie. 
12 week, um, so three months, uh, group training program. So it's really, really going to be delicious. But anyways, those are some opportunities to work with me. But Jesus, you don't actually have to do all of that to start. Like just start with one thing. Okay. I love you guys so much. Hope you have a beautiful Wednesday and rest of your week. And I'll see you next week on the podcast. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you are inspired, please be sure to share with a friend or leave a rating and review. If we aren't already connected, follow me over on Instagram at I am Shana Noz. And until next week, keep inspiring and remember you are so, so capable.